You're listening to Partnership Align Podcast, hosted by Ilana Israel. If you're a woman and you want to feel happier and more connected to your partner, and you're not afraid to do the inner work that it takes to get there, then this is the podcast for you. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Partnership Aligned Podcast. So today I want to talk about overcoming codependency. I actually can't believe I'm 70 episodes in and haven't hit this topic. It's pretty mainstream. But that's kind of the problem. Because what happens when a psychological topic becomes mainstream, it gets beat to death and also gets misconstrued. Because you have a bunch of social media creators who are not trained in mental health or relationships, just throwing their experiences and opinions out there, and then the masses take it as fact. This is something that has happened with the concept of codependency. And side note, this is something that has happened severely with the concept of narcissism. But don't get me started on that one. We'll be here all day. But I am trained in both mental health and relationships. Plus, I've got quite a few years of experience counseling and coaching on this topic. Now, that doesn't mean that I also won't incorporate my own personal experience with codependency because I definitely will but it does mean that I'm not pulling anything out of my ass. So let's start with the definition of codependency because there are like a zillion out there, but mine is pretty simple. Codependency means you are addicted to a person. More specifically, you are addicted to someone else's emotional state. Another way to say it would be, I need you to be okay in order for me to be okay. Now, codependency is definitely not restricted to just romantic relationships. It can happen in friendships, um, in the parent-child relationship, but this podcast is about marriage, so I'm going to stick to the dynamic of a romantic relationship. My codependency and my marriage kind of slapped me in the face. I did not view myself as codependent. I had never been in a codependent relationship before, and I didn't feel codependent on anyone in my family. And so I was a little bit perplexed when I came to understand that I was codependent in my marriage. But looking back, it makes sense because I met my husband at a time in my life where I was emotionally unhealthy, and unhealthy people engage in unhealthy dynamics right? Healthy people don't tolerate unhealthy dynamics because it's just so misaligned with who they are. And that's who I was in my 20s, you know, healthy, aligned. Um, But when I met my husband in my 30s, I was not. I had been through some pretty deep stuff. And, um, you know, I just didn't have that shield up. And I did engage in codependency. And it's interesting, I saw myself as a loving, devoted wife who was willing to make sacrifices and take care of her man. I mean, that sounds really nice, right? It even sounds like a healthy marriage, because everyone says you have to compromise, you have to make sacrifices. So it's confusing. So what is the difference between that and codependency? Well, the difference is the inner emotional state that I would be in, depending on his emotional state. So if he was upset, I felt anxious, and I felt like I had to fix it. If he seemed content or satisfied, I was able to relax. In short, I was not in control of my own emotional state. It was dependent on another. If this resonates with you, I understand how powerless and stuck you might feel. 
The entire mission of my coaching program is to help women take back their own emotional state, get in control of their inner experience, and then as a byproduct, they show up fully and authentically in their marriage, giving themselves and their partner the opportunity to love them for who they actually are. Because if everything that you say and do is just to make your partner okay, then you have no time or energy to even explore what really makes you okay. Sometimes codependency goes so far as to not even know what your likes and dislikes are because you've just attached yourself to what your partner's likes and dislikes are. So what does codependency look like in terms of actions? Well, some of the symptoms are difficulty making decisions, feeling like you can't live without them while simultaneously resenting them, agreeing with them all the time, and hiding your real thoughts or feelings to make sure your partner likes you or approves of you. That last one really hits home for me. I would just agree, you know, either actively or just passively with whatever he said, even if deep down I felt it was wrong. To me, nothing was worth disrupting what I thought made me happy, which was him being happy. And since my husband was an addict, there was added levels of not wanting to trigger him so that he wouldn't, quote unquote, take a step back in his recovery. I now know that there is absolutely nothing that anyone can do or not do to make or keep anyone from relapsing. What I love about my story is that even though the marriage did not last, I did a lot of my inner work, growth and healing while still in the chaotic marriage. If you want to know more about my story, you can check out episode 25, How My Failed Marriage Turned Me Into a Badass Coach. I will link that for you in the show notes. Every time I say the word badass, I just hear how Philly I am. (laughs) I remember the end of our marriage took place while the Black Lives Matter movement was emerging. We had very different views on this topic. By this point, I had gone through so much coaching, similar to the kind of coaching I facilitate now, that I was no longer willing to agree with his opinions if they didn't resonate for me. I also didn't feel like I needed to convince him or anyone else of my opinions. My relationship with me was solid. Anyway, we were in the car one day towards the end, and we were listening to the radio, which had whatever the latest story was about all of the politics that were going on at that time. He voiced his opinion, and I calmly stated that I disagreed and gave my opinion. He got irate, and I stayed calm. His emotional state no longer dictated how I acted and did not affect my anxiety level. I'll never remember how free I felt in that moment, like I was finally just unapologetically me within the marriage. Okay, so by now you get the gist of what codependency might look like. So what the hell do you do about it? Well, because it's a complex topic, the answer is complex as well. There are some codependent relationships that are unsafe. I'm not going to speak to that too much. If you are in an unsafe relationship, you obviously should seek help and consider getting out. Signs that you are in an unsafe codependent relationships are abuse, addiction, and isolation from your friends and family. I'm going to speak more to the woman who is not in an unsafe relationship per se, but just really feels a pull to put herself aside to make sure that her partner is always happy and content. 
either because she thinks that's her job or she doesn't know anything different or she just feels kind of unsettled when her partner is. And the reason I'm going to speak to this is because this is fixable. So the first step is to get honest with yourself. You cannot skip this step. It's hard to put into words what it feels like, but it's the opposite of denial. Stop telling yourself that you're a good, loving wife or whatever sentence it is that keeps you in this dynamic. Mine was, oh, I'm like a cool, laid-back person, right? That was, that was how I kind of tricked myself <laughs> into the dynamic because I've always thought of myself as a cool, laid-back person, and I am, but I was a little too cool and a little too laid-back there. So start telling yourself the truth, that you are afraid of what might happen if you stop stifling yourself to be agreeable. When you feel that little nudge deep in your gut, and you know what I'm talking about, when you feel that nudge that you don't agree with your partner, don't stifle it. Honor it. This can be something political or philosophical, like your actual thoughts and opinions about deeper issues, or it could be something as simple as stating that you dislike the restaurant that your partner wants to go to. Just like everything else in relationships, authenticity is key. But it is so hard to all of a sudden just become authentic when you're so used to being agreeable and people-pleasing. So getting real and honest with yourself about the problem, about this dynamic and how you're contributing to it, is always going to be step one. The depth that you go to, to looking at the truth, will absolutely dictate the depth of your healing process. If we are not aware or not willing to admit a problem, then we have nowhere to go. Then once you get honest, you need to make a decision. Is this how you're going to continue to show up in this relationship? Or are you going to decide to start the journey to emotional freedom and, quite frankly, real love? If you do decide that you're ready for this journey, that's when you reach out for some help. Go to a therapist if it's severe or includes some kind of emotional abuse. And go to a coach if it's more moderate and not an unsafe marriage. Either way, allow someone else to guide you on this journey. A professional who cares about you but is not emotionally involved. I would love to be that person for you. I've been told that I have a way of being direct and honest with my clients while also providing a lot of love and support. So if today's episode resonated with you and you're ready to make some changes, scroll down to the show notes and book that free consultation. On that call, I'll get to know you and your relationship enough that I'll be able to tell you whether you're a good fit for my program. All right, guys, that's all I have for you today. Have an amazing week and I will talk to you soon. Thanks so much for listening. If you like what you heard today, then show some love, rate the show and leave a review and take a screenshot, post it on Instagram and tag me at partnership aligned. And don't forget to check the show notes for your free copy of my 21 questions that will bring you and your partner closer than ever. If there's one thing that I want you to get out of this show, it's that a healthy relationship, it always starts with a healthier you.